0: you say the scripture with me this morning as we read from Colossians Colossians we'll be reading from chapter 2 So live in Christ Jesus the Lord in the same way as you received him be rooted and built up in him be established in faith and overflow with thanksgiving just as you were taught Listen as I read it for you So live So live in Christ Jesus, the Lord, in the same way you received him. Be rooted and built up in him. Be established in faith and overflow with thanksgiving, just as you were taught. Jesus is the word of God for all people. Thanks be to God. Live in Christ Jesus, the Lord in the same way as you received him. How did you receive him? How did you receive him? There have been many mornings when I woke up and said, I need you today, God. I need you today. (laughs) Mornings when I have looked in the mirror and said, I cannot do this today. I cannot and I need you and we can live in Christ Jesus because of that name Jesus in there. Colossians is all about trusting in Jesus, knowing Jesus, knowing that the kind of God who will allow himself to be crucified, who will do anything, anything out of love for you is someone that you can trust, someone that you can trust. And knowing as well that Jesus is the one who is holding together the cosmos. We read that last week, that, that he's connecting everything, that in Christ, in Christ, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, the one who created. And you can trust, trust this Jesus, knowing that he is all-powerful. It is this love that's shown in the crucified jesus that is trustworthy because you know that he cares and that power that power that is seen in the universe that's seen in creation that can 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 be trustworthy we know that that he can carry out these plans you never get over it you never get over it if you'll think about it regularly If you'll remember regularly, this is the one who shows love like no other, and this is the one who created and gifts so much, who wants so much for this world, wants so much for this world. And to say thank you, to say thank you is is part of that. When we started this, this emphasis on Colossians, on thanks living... That thanking God should be part of living. That giving thanks will be part of living. It's something that, that I have preached on many times. not the thanks living part. That, that, that was something that I saw online. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, because, you know, the people that I want to be like, the people who are spiritually mature, the ones that I say, I want to be like them when I grow up, they are thankful. They don't live with complaints in their mouth all the time. Oh, there are complaints. But but for the most part, they live lives of gratitude. And when I think of what does a spiritually mature person look like, well, it's someone who... Lives with thanksgiving. And so to me, that made sense that we would be living in ways that we grow spiritually, grow more like the people we are meant to be. And can I get an amen on that? Yes. Yes. Who wants to grow up and be a a grumbler and complainer? To order our lives in such a way that we remember to give thanks and remember the goodness, the goodness of lives. To, to intentionally take steps upwards, a hard path of giving thanks, rather than the easy downhill of complaining. Yeah, yeah, I want to order my life that way. But then I woke up one morning last week, and it hit me hard. That's not spiritual maturity. Oh, it's part of spiritual maturity. But just being thankful and grateful and not complaining, that's not spiritual maturity. It may be part. What God wants for us, well, Jesus said it. Love God and love your neighbor. And I realize that thankfulness is part of that transformation so that we do love God more deeply. That when we, when we write down, when we say the things that we are thankful for, it changes our attitude so that, so that we do appreciate God and remember to appreciate and love God more deeply. And when we write down the things about someone that we appreciate, the reasons why we, we are thankful for a loved one, it changes our relationship with that person. For our 30th anniversary, I know, I only look like I've been married five years. For our 30th anniversary, Ed wrote this card, and in it he wrote the 30 reasons that he was thankful for me. And I still pull it out. It's in my drawers where I won't lose it, and I still pull it out every now and then. And it warms my heart in a very literal way. God wants us to want to be with God. And if we have a wrong understanding of God, we may not want to be with God. If we, if we think of God as always looking for a reason to blame, always looking for a, a reason to, 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 to condemn We may not want to be with God, may not want to live lives that, that trust in God and depend on God, but giving thanks, giving thanks is a way of remembering who God is, really. And that remembering is part of growing, growing in love with God. Loving God with heart and soul and mind and strength. To remember means to unforget. <laughs> Literally, anamnesis is the Greek word. Unamnesia. Unforget. To remember is to unforget who we are to unforget what we know about God. What we know about God to unremember is to live in Jesus Christ the Lord in the same way we received him. Whatever way that was. Standing out in creation and saying, this is so good, thank you, thank you. Looking at God and saying, I cannot do this on my own. I need you. I need you reading the stories of Christ and saying, do it again, do it again, do it again. I need you. This world needs you to unforget, to remember again and be rooted, be rooted in knowing who God is, in trusting God as the source, the source of all that we need, all that we need. Amen. Amen.